Hello everyone, welcome back to our Youth Pod, Youth Cymru's podcast. I'm your host Shannon and this is the beginning of our Missing Legends podcast series. Over the next three episodes we'll be talking to young people who took part in our Missing Legends project. The project is in partnership with Cadu and we worked with over 50 young people in Wales to learn and explore local and national myths and legends, bring them together in delivering workshops on myths and legends and also creative writing to inspire them to write their own stories. Today, we have Phoebe and Delilah here to give us an introduction into Welsh myths and legends. So please introduce yourselves, tell us how you've been involved in the Myths and Legends project and what you've enjoyed. So please introduce yourselves, tell us how you've been involved in the Myths and Legends project and what you've enjoyed. Hello, I'm Phoebe and I'm 12 years old and I live in the Clansmith Major. From this project, I've enjoyed the craft and the art of it. It's been a lot of fun. Hello, my name is Delilah. I'm 12 years old and I attended the Museum for the Myths and Legends thingy magic. Thank you. It's great to meet you both. During the workshops, young people learned about existing myths. Phoebe and Delilah, I'll pass over to you both to give us an introduction to Welsh myths and legends. Good afternoon. This is Phoebe Summons recording for episode one, an introduction to Welsh myths and legends. Thanks, Shannon. We'll take it right back to the beginning. Once upon a time in a land not so far away, there were stories. These stories were told around fires in taverns and next to the children's beds at night. These were sung by bards and poets, whispered in playgrounds, performed to rapt audiences. These were the stories of dragons, knights and kings, of heroes and monsters, of women wronged, of revenge taken, unimaginable creatures, and of morals to be learned. These stories were the myths, legends, and chwedlai of Wales. The stories of the Mabinogion were originally compiled from two main manuscripts, the White Book of Rhyddurch and the Red Book of Hygurst. However, their roots can be found within the oral tradition, a time when stories were spoken and sung, rather than written down. Interestingly, their stories were not attributed to a single author, meaning they were likely viewed as part of the collective narrative of Wales, rather than the work of one writer. These stories, like all myths and legends, will and have been retold and evolved over centuries before reaching a written form and eventually being compiled together into the written stories we know today meaning they were likely viewed as part of the collective narrative of Wales rather than the work of one writer. These stories, like all myths and legends, will and have been retold and evolved over centuries before reaching a written form and eventually being compiled together into the stories we know today. The stories of the Mabinogion were originally compiled from two main manuscripts, the White Book of Rydirch, or Rydirch, and the Red Book of Hygurst, However, their roots can be found within the oral tradition, a time when stories were spoken and sung rather than written down. Interestingly, the original stories were not attributed to a single author, meaning they were likely viewed as the part of collective narrative of Wales, rather than the work of one writer. These stories, like all myths and legends, will and have been retold and evolved over centuries, before reaching a written form and eventually being compiled together into the stories we know today. King Arthur and his magical companion Merlin, or Merlin, is another epic tale that begins in Wales, and the Arthurian romances feature in the Mabinogion, which we mentioned earlier. King Arthur is a legendary monarch who nobody can confirm or deny the truth of. Historians place his potential existence from around 400 to 500 AC, though some claim he may be an amalgamation of various kings or characters. The stories linked to his legends are are more common than you may realise. 
The Sword and the Stone, also known as Excalibur, The Lady of the Lake, The Round Table, Lancelot and Guinevere, The Hunt for the Holy Grail. All of these things come from tales of Arthur and have inspired many retellings and adaptations since their conception. Many of these tales have strong moral messages about courage, strength, and human weakness. Magic is often used as a tool to challenge King Arthur and his knights as they face monsters from giants to sorceresses. Thank you for letting me record in this podcast. Wales has a vast and rich history of folklore, myth, and legend. The Mabinogion is a name familiar to almost everyone in Wales. The Mabinogion is the collective name given to a series of 11 magical stories from far back as the 12th to 13th century, where giants, witches and dragons live among queens and heroes. They are based on Celtic mythology and Arthurian romance, more on this later. They have a great insight into the views of people living in medieval Wales. The characters that feature within the story of the Mabinogion are household names that are celebrated and heralded as an essential part of Welsh culture and history. Maxin Leddig, for example, is a wife and brave emperor whose story is one of the Mabinogion, now featured in a well-loved song, O Ma O Hyd, perhaps most recently known for being sung at Welsh football games. The bard Yolo Morganuch is famous for being a collector of Welsh literature and mythology. He wrote a number of Welsh animal stories in the tradition of Aesop's fables, which he titled The Fables of Cater the Wise, which included The Morum the Lark and the Nightingale and the Hawk. Although it came to light after his death he had forged several manuscripts, his storytelling had a lasting impact on Welsh culture and some of his stories are better known than the originals. It is also believed, suggested, that some of Yolo's claims were supported by oral tradition and therefore the stories may have been based on things heard rather than documented. Many of the myths and legends of Wales have been around for centuries, but there are local and contemporary myths in Wales still being made to this day. Welsh history and literary culture are strongly tied to its long-standing oral tradition and appreciation of myth and legend. Storytellers throughout time have been able to give a voice to their communities and landscapes and design stories that are meant to be adapted and shared. We hope that you might go and spread some of these stories to new audiences as well. Thank you, Phoebe Delilah. Very interesting information. So, Phoebe, do you have a favourite myth or legend? My favourite legend is the one of the Lady of the Lake. Um, The main thing that I love about it is just the fact that she doesn't let him marry her. She will only let the guy who's fallen in love with her because of her beauty when she's when she's gotten the perfect piece of baked bread from him. And I find that absolutely ridiculous and hilarious. That's really funny, but I do really like bread. Do you think it's true? Personally, no, but also maybe at the same time. And also, I do really like bread. I think generally because just seeing a lady's reflection in the lake when you're just there just seems a bit off to me thank you both for being part of our first episode within our myths and legends series we look forward to our next episode which will be exploring mythical beings and monsters to end this podcast we have a creative story written by ellen doyle who took part in our workshops listen carefully now about the little boy by ellen in the mist of midnight by the rippling water and the flowing trees a young boy's mother asks him to fetch water from a nearby lake. The young boy picked up the old water bucket and set off. The icy mist filled his lungs, making his breath slow. 
As he grew closer to the lake, he heard a faint weeping. Approaching the water, the sight of the full moon filled his heart with dread. As he filled the old water bucket, the weeping filled his ears once again. This time, it was closer to him. As soon as he heard the weeping for a third time, the lake rippled and a creature grew from the water, frozen on the spot at the shore. He closed his eyes, too scared to look. Something told him to run, so he did. He ran faster and faster until the sight of the old oil lamps filled his vision. He ran until he reached the garden door, taking it off its hinges. He met the look of confusion on his mother's face. The old grandma lifted from her chair and locked the only door to their home. Hide the boy, screamed her normally pretty voice. Once the sun had risen high above the grey Welsh hills, his grandmother explained why he needed to hide. You foolish boy, you saw the grachy door. The boy will never be able to leave the house at night or he will never be seen again. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast and are listening on YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you are listening on Apple, please leave us a comment with some feedback. We would love to hear what you think. Make sure you follow all YouthPod channels to keep updated on new episodes. Thank you for listening.